How's everybody feeling today? How's everybody feeling today? How's everybody feeling today? What are we? What do we do? It's time to make it. Let's get to game. Let's go. It's up to you. But remember, discipline is when you give yourself an order and you follow it. It's the paradigm that where we say, it's tough, man. It's so hard to do this and it's so hard to do this. It's hard for you because it's your, what your wiring is. It's what your paradigm is. That's why it's hard. Because there are some people who actually would prefer to be listening to something that's uplifting, who would prefer to be studying, who would prefer to be reading. There are certain people who don't have cable. To them, it's a waste of their time, and it's killing their brain cells just as cigarettes do. You know what I mean? Just like how, just like what weed does to you, just like what alcohol does to us, right? I guess there's some people who that's how they feel about watching a lot of television, watching a lot of news. I hope you're getting my point. You know what I mean? I don't want to keep beating a dead horse. If you want the paradigm to shift, you first have to acknowledge and be aware of what your paradigm is. And so by taking the inventory, that tells you what your paradigm is. I already know the areas that I struggle in. So for example, with me getting this book completed, I know I personally just work better with others. I just do. I'm not going to fight it anymore. The hell with it. I'm just going to, I understand how it is. So I now get connected with a friend. We sat there, we went through it together and we got inside of a couple of weeks, we got done what I've been hoping to have other editors and other people get done in months. We got it done inside of a couple of weeks. Was it easy? No. Was it li- but it was easier because I had somebody, I had support, you know what I mean, to work through the issue with. And so right now I'm actively pursuing a personal training because i got to get back in the gym and do the things that I need to do to, to get myself physically back in shape. And I'm going to pay for the training up front for six months so that I'm committed, you know what I mean, and I'm in. Because I know that if that's what it is, I'll actually be there, I'll show up, I'll do it. Because I know that of my own free will and volition, based on my paradigm as it is right now, it isn't going to happen. How do I know? Because it's not happening. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? you got to be honest with yourself. To thine self be true. If you know that you're an alcoholic, stay the hell out of the bar. Stay the hell away from alcohol. If you know that you have a weakness when it comes to fidelity... Well, don't put yourself in a situation where you're alone with other people, where the temptation is going to be so great that you may end up submitting to it. Don't put yourself in a situation. Are you getting what I'm saying? So it's it's all a paradigm. Somebody may say, well, Noel, that's just how I am. That's how I was raised. No, it's all a program. It's all programming. You've chosen to accept the program. If you say to me, well, this is just the way it is for me. This is who I am. This is, that's not my, this is my personality. Personality is a choice. Somebody says, well, what do you mean personality? It's a choice. You can choose to change elements of your personality if you want to. The question is, are the elements of your personality that you've got right now, are they serving you? If they're not serving you, then you need to make an adjustment. So some of us have to become more detail-oriented. That's not a part of my personality. Well, are you willing to work on it? Is not being detail-oriented costing you money? I know it's costing me a lot of money. Hoo-wee! It's cost me money. Hoo-hoo! Yeah. 
So then, well, how do you get past it? Well, it's either you're going to do it yourself or you're going to delegate it. Those are the only two ways. Collaborate with somebody. Do something. Health, relationships, business, all of these things are, are governed by our paradigms. They're governed by the way that we think. Until we change the day-to-day thought process, we don't change what's showing up. Because you choose your thoughts, your thoughts cause your feelings, and your feelings are expressed through your body in our actions or inactions. And our actions or our inactions produce the reality that we live in, produce the life that we are living in. Just to wrap up on this idea, um, and I really hope that you're taking this message and listen to it a hundred times if you have to, seriously, because, you know, repetition is where the true transformation takes place. Paradigms are changed by only two things. A jolt to your nervous system where you have uh, something that's traumatic that occurs or through spaced repetition of an idea. Those are the only two ways that a paradigm is shifted. And the jolt to your system, as an example, as I think I've shared before, like a friend of mine, Christy, um, she decided to become vegan one day because she was eating a burger and there was a fly in the burger. You know what I mean? And then she saw it. She got totally grossed out at the idea of eating meat at that point. And she cut meat completely out of her diet, cold turkey, because the thought of insects being in that and then she thought of worms and all these other things that are in meat in and of themselves you know it totally created a paradigm shift in her where now the thought of putting meat in her mouth makes her physically ill the thought of it so that is a serious paradigm shift somebody said man I had this idea that I want to eat some steak and you're messing with my situation well <laughs> look I still eat steak I understand what's in it whatever but for me my paradigm say it tastes so good I don't care <laughs> you know so and, yeah, but I'm but I'm consciously aware of what I'm doing and I know what the impacts of meat are on the body it's just something you know, I just want to eat the meat so that's what I'm going to do but you got to make your choices of what works for you right so that's shock or trauma Getting the idea through space repetition is like what you're getting through this program. And the reason that you're getting one audio a week, the idea behind it was that you're supposed to be listening to this audio several times throughout the week. And so if you've been listening to that audio several times and you're taking notes on it and you're thinking to yourself, how can I apply this message to me? And then, okay, and then maybe even get together with other dreamaholics, you know what I mean? And say, hey, let's do a study group around the idea that was on the audio this week. And what can we do to improve this element within our lives this week? And then hold each other accountable to the idea. That's how you can also shift these paradigms. Because sometimes when you get leveraged through accountability with other people, it makes a big difference. And then messages are coming out to you. Ideas come up. And as ideas come up, questions come up. And as questions come up, you get on a call, on a coaching call, and you start asking questions and then I give you the best I got to help you with your breakthrough and as I'm coaching you other people are listening to that and they're being inspired by the message I hope you're getting me that's the whole point of the way the reason this program was set up in this way is so that you get the space repetition and in class for those of you who are in the game changer know that you get the Bob Proctor audios weekly you know what I mean as well as my audios weekly and you're getting the videos weekly if you're in the program here's what i'd like for you to do after you've done your inventory because so take an inventory of your thoughts on a daily basis take an inventory 
of the conversations that you've been having on a daily basis. As you're taking that inventory of those thoughts, I want you to make a note which ones are serving you, which ones are not. So make, make a list of which ones are serving you, which ones are not. Then I want you to, after you've done the inventory on the conversations that you're having with people, which ones are serving you, which ones are not. When you're looking at the television programs you're looking at, music you're listening to, which programs are serving me, which ones are not. Which, uh, what songs am I listening to are serving me, which ones are not. Then when you start looking at your day-to-day productivity, in terms of what you're doing from a work standpoint, are you hitting your goals, yes or no? There's nothing in between. It's a yes or it's a no. Okay, so if you're not hitting them, okay, well, what would I have to do in order to get those results? Okay, so what is my current behavior right now on day-to-day as I'm approaching what I'm doing? As you begin to take a look at this and you're doing real analysis of this idea, then you start looking at, okay, these are the things that would have to change. Because now what you're, what you're actually seeing is you put this whole thing up, you're looking at what is the paradigm. Now when you look at your relationships, your lover, your children, whatever the case may be, your spouse, describe like a day in that relationship. What are your conversations like with your partner? What are your feelings about your partner? How are you dealing with conflict? resolution with your partner um, as you're going through all of these different ideas because remember these are all the paradigm and somebody says no this is a lot of work man holy smokes this seems like a lot of homework well a lot (laughs) compared to what compared to what you want to continue living as you've been living or do you want to take it to the next level if you don't put the work in you don't get the results out and it's the same for me as it is for you we got to be willing to put the work in. We have to be willing to make a shift and make a change. So as an example, in my rooms, I've got, you know, four rooms in my house, in my current house. I, I didn't realize how much of a pack rat that I had been. And I had a bunch of papers and a bunch of things, at, at, you know, in each of these rooms. Well, over the course of the last month, what I decided to do is because I kept looking at it, kept looking at it, kept looking at it, wasn't doing anything about it. <laughs> so... A friend of mine who, um, you know, I've helped her out with some things. And so she came over to help me out. So she's been helping me shred stuff and all that kind of stuff. It's taken about four or five goes so far, a little over a month and change. But now, oh, my God, I feel so much better. And um, I got two more of them to go and we're done. But now I can see the floor in all these places and I've gotten rid of all the things that I don't need. And it's such a freeing feeling knowing that we finally got my environment in order. Why was it so important for me to do it? Because as my mentor, Bob Proctor, was saying, there's an audio where he talks about the vacuum law of prosperity. There's a family that he went to see and they had these drapes that were hanging up inside their house. And they were old drapes, they were ugly drapes. The lady of the house, she says she absolutely hates these drapes. She absolutely hates those drapes. And he said, well, no, if you hated the drapes, you would have gotten rid of them. If you don't hate them, then that's why you keep them around. Because anything that you keep around you in close proximity, you're actually in love with. And it resonates with you. And it's actually also a reflection of how you think. Because your environment is a reflection of how you think. Something about when I heard it this time, it hit me in the stomach. And I thought to myself, Noel, you've got all of this stuff that's sitting inside these closets that really shouldn't be there and they're serving no purpose and they're taking up a lot of space. And if you want new things to come into your life, you've got to get rid of some of the old things. And so for me, listening to that, it hit me in the face and I felt actually embarrassed as I thought about my roots. You know what I mean? I thought about it because I said, here am I, I'm a coach and I've got 
space in my own living area that doesn't look the way it should. This ends now. You know, so I made a firm decision because for me, that was the trauma, if you will. I said, the only way it's going to change is if I do something about it. So I did and I got to work and I'm feeling so much better. We're not done yet. We got to two more rounds to go and then it'll be complete, you know. So, but my goal was by September the 1st, my house and every space and everything from my working environment, everything from the organizational standpoint, because there's a lot of things that need to be fixed and need to be organized and need to be better than they are. If I'm going to be as effective as I need to be and have my business get to the level that I want it to get to, there's things that got to be fixed. If I don't make those adjustments, I stay where I am. It's really simple. You can't attract anything new if your environment is a reflective of something that's old and something that no longer reflects where you want to be. The environment that you live in and that you work in and that you walk in needs to be a reflection of what you want to create. That's going to help in your paradigm shift. The people you associate with need to be in alignment with what you want to create. If they're not, you got to let them go. The environment needs to be reflective of everything that you want because everything in our environment is feeding the paradigm. Are you getting me? It's feeding the paradigm. Right now, and I'm sharing with you honestly about my own situation because I think that it's important that you understand that the people in front of you aren't perfect and we're working on ourselves. Excuse me. I hope as I'm sharing with you how I'm working on myself that it's going to inspire you to want to go work on yourself too and work on yourself harder. I'll close with this. Like the late, great Jim Rohn said, when you begin to work harder on yourself than you would on a job, life will begin to change in miraculous ways because if you work on yourself harder, you're going to be better at your job. Look for all of the areas where you have your weaknesses, your challenges, your areas of the things that you know that need to be strengthened. You know that they're not that strong. You know that they need to be better. But let's not put the dust under the rug because that doesn't clean the house. Let's lift up the rug and clean out the house. I thought to myself, Noel, if a stranger were to come into your house and go through your rooms, does it look like the way you would want it to look? Would you be happy about it or would you be embarrassed about it? If I can't answer the question and say I'd be excited and happy about it, that means it needs to change. And if it's not changed, it means my paradigm, there's an issue with it. And the paradigm needs to shift. So my paradigm is shift. I got some help. It's getting done. And praise God. Happy, happy, happy. <laughs> so let's work on shifting those paradigms. Let's go to work on creating this new reality that we want to have. But it all starts with our thought process. All right. So I hope you all got some great value from this. I really hope and pray that you are going to begin to listen to these audios daily, regularly, make it a part of your regimen, you know, because just like myself with listening to the Proctor audio where I just got this thing and I've been listening, you don't understand, I've been training on this stuff for years and something just hit me. I don't know how many times I listened to that audio, but something just finally uh, hit me and it pushed me over the edge to make me take the action that was necessary to create the reality. Please listen to these audios regularly. Please mastermind with other people who are in the group. Inbox them on Facebook and say, hey, let's connect. Become a community and support each other with the Dreamaholic community so that we can make our lives better, you know, and that we can make our lives examples for others and that we can live the reality that we truly want and deserve. Love you guys. Have a powerful day. God bless. This concludes today's message. We hope you got some great ideas that you can use in order to take your game to the next level. Remember to listen to these audios over and over again to drive the messages deep into your subconscious mind. 
New thoughts create new cells, which create a new being. Let these messages become a part of the new you. Let those you care about know about this program. With your help, we can take this message all over the world. We'll see you next week. Have a powerful day.